Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Credit card rewards programs have honestly changed our lives. We used to take the cheapest economy flights, but now we take business class flights for less than what we used to pay in economy. And in this episode, we're going to show you how we do it wisely and also the things to look out for. Hey friends, this is Queenie. And Pablo. And welcome back to another episode. So Pablo, what's your money win? Well, continuing the surfboard series for everyone out there that uh, want to start surfing or that is surfing, I broke my board. But luckily, my friend Louis was kind enough to sell me his old board for a very good price. So that's Aww, the money win. Oh, that's nice. How much did he sell it for? 150 Oh, so, you know, that's a good price. That's really nice. My money win is that we got a new hot pot stove because we used to use like our outdoor camping stove, but then we had to keep on replacing the gas in there. And it's also not very good to like use those stoves inside. So we were using them inside, cracking the windows and stuff. So there's still airflow. Deep down, we knew it wasn't very good for us or our guests. So I'm glad that we have a new hot pot stove and it's electric. And we don't need to buy gas anymore. It's better for our health, better for the planet, better for our wallets as well moving forward. So win-win. Good purchase. Before we get into this podcast, just remember that anything that we talk about is general in nature and doesn't constitute personal financial advice or personal credit advice. You can read my full financial services guide and full credit guide in my description. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our land and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. So before we get into it, Queenie, can you explain us what is the difference between credit card and debit card? So essentially, with a debit card, you're using your own money from your own bank account. And since it's your own money, no interest is charged and you don't usually have to pay any fees. Unless, of course, sometimes if you overdraw what's actually in your account, you might have to pay a fee there. But credit cards, on the other hand... They allow you to borrow money from the bank. So essentially, when you buy something with a credit card, you're not actually buying it with your own money. You're actually buying it with the bank's money. And they usually give you up to 44 days or 55 days to repay this money that you've borrowed. And if you don't repay this money within the interest rate period, then you need to pay interest on top of it. And the interest rate on credit cards is really, really high. Usually it's over 20%. And that's why it's so important to pay back the full balance owing within the interest rate period. And that's what Pablo and I personally do. Yeah, very cool explanation. But Queenie, I'm not sure where you understand for people out there, you know, so you use this credit card and you have the risk of paying this high interest. But what's the benefit? Because like people know, I guess, you should not spend what you don't have. And even though you're using the bank money, you're going to pay it at one stage. So why would people use credit cards? Yeah, exactly. Like, just explaining it now does sound a bit complicated and like what is the point of like having to repay the money if you already have the money in your debit card like why don't you just why doesn't everyone just use a debit card and that makes sense and I guess the reason why some people use credit cards and 
personally why myself and Pablo use credit cards is because there are a few different benefits of using a credit card. So the first one is that you can often get rewards points for every dollar that you spend. So let's say you go to the grocery store and you buy groceries for the week. If you're paying with a debit card, you don't usually earn points on those purchases, but if you pay with a credit card, then sometimes you can earn points, which you can later redeem for travel or gift cards and things like that. Another reason, you sometimes get complimentary insurances with a credit card. So for example, if you book your flights overseas with your credit card, some of them actually include complimentary travel insurance. So instead of having to pay, say, like $100 or $200 in travel insurance, it's already included in your card. There are also other insurances like phone screen insurance if you pay for your phone plan or if you pay for your phone outright using your credit card. Sometimes they have purchase protection. So if you buy something and let's say you really struggle to get a refund from the store, the credit card company will actually fight for you and you can get your money back for purchases. So that's another benefit. And even fraud protection. So this actually happened to us the other day. Pavlo, I think you had somebody using your card, right? Yeah, that's right. Like I could see like last month, so a couple of months ago, like five, six different like Uber purchases. And basically I was like, well, that wasn't me. Like I wasn't, first we hardly any take any Ubers, you know, except if it's going or coming back from the airport. And I was like five purchases in a row from Uber. I was like, sure, it's not me. And then I just literally claimed on the Amex website, like, fraud or you know it wasn't me and then straight away I got the we got the money back yeah yeah so that's another benefit because if you're using a debit card and somebody steals your debit card information and they take money out of your account or they use it to buy things it can be really difficult to get your money back for those things from the bank because that money's already gone but with a credit card company they usually just give you your money back yeah, it's it's pretty good for fraud protection and things like that. Yeah, it's really good. Like, I think what I've seen on in the US, like you can actually, with some website, modify your credit card and generate new numbers, even like with WISE, for example. So that way, if you do a purchase, you create a new credit card. And then that way, you'll never be billed on that credit card again, or you can block it. And that's really good for against fraud protection. But I don't think it really exists yet in Australia. Yeah, hopefully one day. That would be really cool. Hopefully one day, yeah. And I think we also had a story where we used the travel insurance, right? Yeah, that's right, actually. So we've used travel insurance a few times and we've used it with our credit card providers. And something that I realized is, to be honest, I thought that maybe the travel insurance that we got with our credit card, since it's complimentary, I wasn't sure if it was actually very good. But what was really interesting was one time, well, Pablo at the time, he wasn't a permanent resident of Australia, so he wasn't able to go under the credit card's complimentary travel insurance, but I am. So I was able to get the complimentary travel insurance. And there was this one time we went to Hawaii, I think, and our flight was delayed and we had to stay an extra night in Hawaii. And the airline company wasn't able to pay for this extra night or they gave us a little bit of reimbursement, but there was still a bit of a gap in like other expenses. So we went to contact our travel insurance. Pablo had already taken out an additional travel insurance with another company. It was like, I think it was a pretty cheap policy, but they didn't really reimburse him for any of those extra inconveniences. So for example, like the extra night we had to pay in an Airbnb, the Ubers, the food and all of those extra things that the airline didn't pay for. 
he had to pay for out of his own pocket. But with me and my complimentary insurance, it actually covered all of those things. So it it's actually goes to show that it can be really, really good insurances, even though it is complimentary. And something else that I honestly love, because when we used to fly before we had, when we were using debit cards, when we weren't really using credit cards and we hadn't been, you know, inducted into this whole world, we used to go into airports and either we'd bring our own food or maybe occasionally we eat out at the airport and the food's just so expensive there. But with credit cards, some of them even have complimentary lounge invitations where you can go there, you can eat the food for free and it's like a buffet and they have free Wi-Fi and you can chill out. So even if your flight's delayed, you can just stay there and yeah, it's it's just so nice. I feel like now we travel in kind of luxury, you know, compared to how we used to fly, like getting free food on the plane, free food before the plane. And um, they also have bonus points offers with credit cards. So that's one of the big reasons why we use them and why we like them. But of course, it's not all rosy. There are some things to be mindful of. What are some things that people should be mindful of when it comes to credit cards, Pablo? Well, I think the first thing that we saw with us is that we used to spend more than usual using the credit cards, you know, because you don't see the money in your bank account going down. So you are more likely, and we were more likely at the time, to spend more than we used to. And that's something to be, I think, mindful of when you go onto credit cards is considering the money that you spend like money that you don't have anymore. Yeah, exactly. And if you are spending more than you usually spend, even if you are saving money in some aspects, you're still spending more money. So you really have to question yourself, like, are you actually saving money with this card? And I think that's super, super important. Something else which is really important to be mindful of is, as we mentioned before, if you're not paying back everything that you owe in full and on time every month, you're paying interest and this interest is really, really high. So you're not saving money if you're paying these high credit card interest rates. So that's something else to be mindful of. And finally, I think it's really important to pick a card with rewards that you'll actually use. For example, if you have a million points and you're never going to use those points and they've been sitting in your account for years, you really need to question whether you're actually getting value from your credit card or if you're actually going to use these points because, as we know, points are a bit similar to cash because every year the value of a point gets reduced. So I think it's important to actually use a card with rewards that you really use. If you're not using your flights, if you're not using all of these benefits of credit cards, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe just go back to a debit card. Yeah, what do you think, Pablo? Yeah, I think that's really true. And I think that comes to our next point is how to pick a card. And you want to reverse engineer what you're doing in your life. If you travel often, which airline you're going to take and then pick a card that suits these airlines. Or if you buy, you know, things, I don't know, at JBI, Fire, Apple or Officeworks, then which credit cards can give you cashback offers at these stores? Yeah, that's a really good point. And another thing to consider when you are picking a card is whether to go with a card with an annual fee or a card with no annual fee. And I guess the cards with no annual fees, they are really good because you don't have to pay an annual fee. Plus, they come with all of these extra benefits and rewards. It could definitely be worth it for you if you're someone that, that doesn't really want to have to pay the annual fee. On the other hand, there are other cards with an annual fee. And the cards with the annual fee, they often have extra benefits and more premium rewards that you can use. But as we mentioned earlier, if you're not using all of these rewards, 
then you don't really make your money back in the annual fee. And let me just give you an example. So there's this Velocity Platinum card, which currently has a $375 annual fee, but it comes with 75,000 bonus points. It has a return economy domestic flight every year, which makes up for the annual fee if you use it. But if you don't use those benefits, let's say, for example, you don't use your return domestic economy flight every year, you're essentially paying a $375 annual fee and you're not using that benefit. You're essentially losing money on your card. And same with the points. If you're not using the 75,000 bonus points, which would be worth roughly $1,350 when you're booking economy classic reward seats, then you're not really making your money back with the annual fee. So I think it's really important to just consider it. It is definitely worth it. And some cards definitely are worth it even with an annual fee, if you use all of those benefits. But if you don't use the benefits, then it's not worth it. If you'd like to learn more about this card, we have a link in the description below. And if you'd like to learn more about other different travel credit cards, we've also made a YouTube video about it as well. Yeah, and that video, I think, includes like a lot of different cards and each offers. So I think it's good to have a look at it if you are on YouTube. Another thing to consider, I think, is also picking the right program. So many there are two airline programs, I think SkyTeam and OneWorld. And those like teams, so for example, like Qantas, they partner with like British Airways, Emirates. And then so if you take a card that's related to Qantas, then you can have other flight linked to those OneWorld flights. And then the same with SkyTeam, with Singapore Airlines, Velocity, Virgin and all these things. So it's important to see where you fly and based on that, reverse engineer, which card you need to get. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Anything else? If you go with a card, for example, no annual fee, it's really good, I think, for beginners. But then let's say you go with an Amex that has no fee. And then- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And you say, okay, now a year later, I'm ready to get this Velocity Platinum or things that, or another like high-value card. Then because you're already with American Express, you won't be able to get those bonus points because you're already with them. And that's something that you need to consider because the bonus points usually you need to get like 18 months, not be a customer for at least 18 months before you get those bonus points. And then that's something to consider if you want to start with a no annual fee card, you need to think about if it's another branch, then that works. But if it's the same, that's something to consider, I think. Mm, yeah, very true. Another thing to consider is the sign-up bonus versus the annual fee. And the value of one point roughly is about 1.8 cents for Qantas and Velocity. So if you are looking at sign-up bonuses, let's say, for example, we use the example from previously, 75,000 bonus points, which will be worth roughly $1,350 when booking economy classic reward seats and the annual fee is $375. You can kind of see that, okay, these points do make up for the annual fee. Plus you also get that return domestic economy flight every year. So I think it's important to actually have a look at the value that you can get from some of these cards, like looking at the travel insurance, the bonus points, 
potentially having that return domestic economy flight and then seeing if it's actually worth it because there are some cards that do have a lot of benefits and lots of extra rewards and things that you can get from using it. And yeah, just comparing it to the annual fee just to make sure it's actually worth it or not. Yeah, and sometimes or so you don't even get one point for $1 spent. So for example, let's say you're doing like ATO paying your, your bills, you get actually 0.5 points per dollar spent. So you need to calculate, is it worth the 1.45% fee that the ATO charge you when you pay with the American Express? So that's also something to, to look at, more at the time of purchase. And something to also check is that one point is not always one point. Like one velocity points might equal like uh, one quantas points, but might equal like 0.5 MX points. So, you know, these points are here kind of to confuse us because you think one point is the same everywhere, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Amex points aren't worth 1.8 cents. They are lower than that. So yeah, it's important to just research and see what the value of a point really is and what kind of points you're earning. And something else to consider, if say you're you're not looking at a travel credit card, you're looking at a cashback credit card, some of them can definitely be worth it. There are some credit cards that I've seen. I think there's a Citibank one where you can get up to an $800 gift card as an offer. But like we mentioned earlier, it's quite a bit lower compared to other credit cards. Like we mentioned one where you get over $1,000 worth of flights, you get the return domestic economy flight. Yeah, I, I find that the cashback credit cards don't generally have as high value points as the travel credit cards. But of course, I guess it's imp more important to actually use a credit card with rewards programs that you'll actually use. Like if you're not flying that much, Maybe it's not worth it to get a travel credit card just for the sake of it. It might be worth it more to get a cashback credit card, even if the rewards are slightly lower. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to reverse engineer, you know, your lifestyle and see how you'd be using the card and the points to pick the right card. Yeah. Before we go into the next point, we have a small favor to ask from you. If you're enjoying this episode so far and all the information that we provide, please hit the follow button and rate this podcast five stars. It helps this podcast more than you can imagine. And the bigger we can make this podcast, the more research and resources we can put into these episodes. And we'd really appreciate it. Nice. Now that we have more five star reviews, thanks to all of you. Does this impact your credit score, Queenie? Yes, this is one of the biggest questions that we get asked. Something that you can do right now, which is completely free, is you can actually check your credit score for free on the Finder app or the WeMoney app. And I think this is really important if you are looking to get into credit cards or if you're just considering it. Even if you're not even looking to get into credit cards, I think it's good to know what your credit score actually is. Credit card companies actually do look at your credit score before they approve credit cards. So it's important to see if you do have a good credit score, you might be more likely to get approved for a card. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're curious what your credit score is, a great way you can check it for free is by using this app called WeMoney, who is the sponsor of today's episode. And they even give you tips on how you can improve your credit score. If it's not quite where you'd like it to be, you can download it for free in the show notes below. Something else to consider is that if you pay back everything that you owe on time, it can positively impact your credit score because it shows that you're using your credit card wisely and responsibly. But if you don't and you do get into debt with your credit card and you're not paying it back in full, it can negatively impact your credit score. Yeah, that's just something to be mindful of when it does come to credit scores. Something else to be mindful of is that when you are 
looking to apply for a home loan or a car loan and things like that, the banks actually look at the full credit limit on your credit card as a debt. So let's say, for example, your credit limit is $10,000. The banks will look at that as you have a $10,000 debt, even if you are paying back everything that you owe in full and on time. So that's also something to be mindful of when it comes to credit cards, and especially if you are looking to get a home loan or another type of loan in the near future. So, yeah. Nice. That's really interesting, Kunian. You mentioned that credit cards look at your credit score before they approve you. Is there anything else people should be mindful of when they approve or to get approved? Yeah, so something else to be mindful of is, I guess, the type of visa that you're on because there are some credit cards that don't accept people on, say, for example, student visas. They might only accept people that are on permanent residence or citizens of the country. So that's something to be mindful of. Something else to be mindful of is your salary. So some credit cards have a minimum starting salary that they consider applications The no annual fee ones might be a bit lower, so it could be around $35,000, but the more premium cards usually ask for a higher salary, so starting from, say, $75,000 per year. So it all depends on the card that you're applying for. Like we also mentioned earlier, your credit history. So that's also something that they do consider. So if you do have a low credit score and you do have a few defaults or debts in your credit history then that could impact whether or not you can get approved for a card. Something else to be mindful of when you are applying for credit cards is that if you apply for a card and you get rejected, then that can also impact your credit score. But if you apply for a card and you do get accepted, then I guess that can be like a positive marker on your credit history that, that you have applied for loans and you have been accepted. So yeah, something to be mindful of when it comes to credit scores and your credit history. Yeah, and some banks, they're going to list for you like the requirements, but some won't. So it's really important to, you know, consider all those factors before applying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, Queenie, how can people earn extra points without credit cards? Like a bonus, few bonus points here. Yeah, okay. So the first one, which I honestly love because we've been using it for a couple of months now. And I know it's not a crazy amount of points. Like, it's definitely not going to take us to Europe and back. But it does add up. So we've been using the Qantas Wellbeing app for a couple of months now. And basically, you can do little activities in the app. So for example, if you hit your steps target every day, you can get earn points. If you check your smoke alarm or check your brakes, check your tire pressure, you can earn points for doing these things. So yeah, it definitely does add up. I think in total, I've earned about maybe 3,000 points from using the Qantas Wellbeing app. Yeah, that's equivalent to roughly $54.00 in economy classic reward seats, which is pretty good. $54, that's a lot of money, free money. Free money, yeah. Another thing you can do is shopping at Coles or Woolworths. You can convert your points that you earn there using your store loyalty card into either Velocity points or Qantas points. Also shopping at partner stores for Velocity and Qantas, they have heaps of different partners. So if you buy, say, a new jacket, a new pair of shoes, Maybe you can do it through the Qantas or the Velocity website and you can earn extra points from making those purchases. Yeah, and some websites, you know, sometimes they say like offer bonus points. So it's good to usually create an account and then link your Qantas or Velocity flybys card directly inside that website. So that way you get those points always when you purchase something from the website. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, for example, we went to Officeworks the other day. We bought like a little like phone printer and then we got flybys points for that. And, you know, because it was like a $200 purchase, it's 200 flybys points that we can get from that purchase. So it's a win. It is. Yeah. Don't forget to scan those cards. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate you. Don't forget to follow the podcast and rate us five stars and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.
And if you're listening to this podcast and you're curious what your credit score is, a great way you can check it for free is by using this app called WeMoney, who is the sponsor of today's episode. And they even give you tips on how you can improve your credit score. If it's not quite where you'd like it to be, you can download it for free in the show notes below. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.